And now, NAI Pop presents a unique show where two dads talk about the topics that interest them. Sports, wrestling, and a splash of pop culture information to help them survive in a world of wives and kids. Now, please welcome your hosts, professional wrestler and new dad, Scotty Slade, and retired executive and seasoned dad, Jamie Jamikowski. Welcome to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. You think about the number scheme, and you think about number five, clearly John Cena waves that in front of his hand and says, you can't see me, and this is the number five episode of For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. I'm Scotty Slade. I'm joined here by Jamie J. Mikowski, and no longer will you be able to see him at Chaotic Shows, as recently, Jamie just had his final Chaotic Wrestling Show of the Year. Jamie, how are things going? I'm doing well, thank you. Nice and relaxed. You look nice and relaxed. Don't it's I? like you got a glow about you. I do. I do. And so for those that are listening, kind of just to give you a quick recap, you know, it's not always just about wrestling. We like to talk about everything under the sun, movies, TV, pop culture. But today, today's a special kind of show. Today's a show where I think we're going to reflect on a couple entrepreneurs, so to speak. And you know the drill. We always have a third rotating guest, and our guest today is none other than the Batman to the Robin. Uh, Robin to the Batman. Rob, Robin to the Batman. Robin to the Batman. Ernie to the Bert. Bert to the Ernie. <laughs> Barney to Fred. Fozzie to Kermit. Yes. Waka, we've waka, got, waka. We've got Mark Boudry. Mark, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to uh, today's show. <laughs> so, guys, uh, we kind of wanted to discuss today the, the idea that Chaotic's done for you guys. Correct. Um, he was quick with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we have officially um, sold our shares of Chaotic Wrestling. So effective January 1st, Mark and I will no longer be involved for the first time in, I think we said like 16 or 17 and 18 years respectively. Yeah, I started coming to Chaotic shows in late 2001 and helping out right after that. Good grief. And if you want, uh, just so that the people know, is there any more that you kind of want to say like about yourself and like how you got involved with Chaotic? I saw a nice little snippet that you put on it was uh, a snippet <laughs> i used to watch that when i was a kid snippets um but yeah if you could just tell us a little bit of like how you got involved with chaotic um actually it was on um it was before pw insider i forget the other uh website i used to go to for wrestling news and i actually they would list the uh events in the local areas and everything and i seen chaotic wrestling and i kept seeing it for a number of months in like the methuen area lawrence area and at the time i was living in drake it so um, when I seen uh, Lowell, I'm like, you know what? It was a Friday night, and um, I decided to go check it out. I had nothing to do. And I was I was curious thing about about it. I was like, how, I want to see a show like it in Elks Lodge, because uh, as big a wrestling fan I I am, I never really went to independent shows unless you kind of like ICW, the old Savoldi promotion in the mid '80s. So, <laughs> so I remember going to Lowell Elks just to check it out, and it was uh, October of 2001. I think uh, Ronnie Delicious was in the main event against uh, the Boston Brawler. But I really enjoyed it and, and ended up going to uh, the next couple shows. And then uh, I got involved in Ring Crew, which was kind of accidental because um, I was uh, I brought a buddy to a show uh, that night when we were finishing up our beers and they were breaking down the ring. And um, 
one of the old owners, Milo, seen me uh, just standing there and said, hey, stop drinking your beer and pick up a board <laughs> if you're going to be helping out. Next thing you know, I was on ring crew. <laughs> that's awesome. So now, that's how I got started. Now, the one thing you're you're kind of skipping in the story is everybody in Chaotic and around Chaotic knows you as Adult. Yes. So tell, tell Slade and everybody uh, how you got the name Adult. Oh, once again, Milo is uh, uh, gets an assist with that uh, thanks to uh, uh, Ring of Honor senior official uh, Todd Fat Pants Sinclair, um, once again, doing ring crew, and uh, uh, Milo yelled out, hey, Mark, and there was a, uh, a student at the time who became a wrestler for us, uh, Minnie, as we know him, his real name is Mark, and when he yelled out, hey, Mark, we both turned around, and he said, no, 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 I want the adult Mark, and with an ear shot was Fat Pants, <laughs> and said, oh, clapped his hands, said, you're adult. Amazing. And as everybody know, everybody has a nickname in Chaotic Training Center and in Chaotic Wrestling, and how come Jamie years. never got a nickname? Because I, uh, I, I hate nicknames. I, I hate <laughs> ribs. I hate all that stuff, and I pretty much threaten people. I don't ever you give did. me a nickname. We just didn't say it to his face. <laughs> We're not supposed to talk about those. <laughs> so we got a good show planned. We're going to uh, take a quick break. When we come back. We're going to talk about the last uh, six months or so. We'll get the exact time frame of what it was like for you two to kind of pass the torch, what the thought process was, what was going through your minds individually and uh, together. And then uh, what we'll talk about is kind of over the years, things that you might have done different, things you might have changed, things that you felt maybe you skipped out on, Sky Slade being the heavyweight champ. And then we will finish <laughs> and wrap up the show with a special uh, For the Pops quiz, but this will be a chaotic wrestling edition oh boy. where it will be Jamie J. Mc... Oh, yes. No, I don't compete in the quiz. I, got I this, just give the quiz. No, no, no. I got this approved <laughs> by the producers. Oh, come on, man. It's going to be Jamie J. Mikowski versus oh. Mark Boudry in a test of wits. And chaotic wrestling I'm trivia. Get slaughtered. So we'll be back I'll after. Let me let you win a couple. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and we'll be back after a brief intermission here on For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. After these messages, we'll be right back. My name is Jason Malta. I am Liam Strager. And I'm Bill Neville. And live every Wednesday night on NewAgeInsiders.com and the Mixler app, we're taking topics and thousands of fan perspectives and bringing them to your airwaves. And don't forget, we'll be live and taking your calls before and after every single WWE pay-per-view that we do not attend. But wait, there's more. You can also subscribe to our Patreon page by visiting Patreon.com and searching for New Age Insiders. And with plans starting at just $2 a month, there's an affordable option for everyone. Monday Rewards, Tuesday Rewards, exclusive pay-per-view rewards, exclusive shows. Why wouldn't you become a Patreon? And we will see you Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. We out. You know the best cure for a case of the Mondays? I don't know. Vodka? No, 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 no. It's the wrestling podcast about nothing. This is referee Mike Crockett. And I'm pro wrestler Kingpin Brian Malonis. Every week, we're pulling back the curtain on the world of wrestling. It's a WPAN. Nothing more, nothing less. Mondays, only on the NAI Network. It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right. I hope you had the time of your life. And welcome back. You are listening to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. I am Jamie Jamikowski. Today, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Scotty Slade, and our special guest this week, uh, my partner in chaotic wrestling for over a decade and a half, Mark Boudry. Mark. Hello. Welcome back. Uh, thank you very you have, much. You having fun so far? So far, so good. Now, Slade, I know when we kind of talked about what the topic was going to be this week, you know, uh, Mark and I have said goodbye to Chaotic Wrestling as of January 1st. But uh, 
you know, for, for most of our relationship until we started the podcast together, you know, you were somebody on my roster, right? Basically, I was your boss, mm-hmm. and you worked for me. Of course. But now that technically I'm I'm no longer with the company, and you're... I can finally read the we, list we, of things we, I we wanted are, to say to you. We're equals now. <laughs> we're equals. So this is your opportunity to ask me and Mark anything you wanted to know about us, about Chaotic Wrestling, oh, about why we did things, why we didn't do things. <clears throat> Cold Fury 14. Was, I think it was 13. Was it 13? It was 13. Yeah, 14. Which was one it. was the triple threat, Mark? Uh, 13, I think. Yeah, it was oh, 13. I got one question wrong already. Yeah, <laughs> off to a good start. 14 was the uh, tag title match, uh, Friendship and the Malone's Brothers. I think. Sure. I, I believe think. you. Oh, man. It's starting to fall apart. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, but what I wanted uh, people listening to kind of hear is um, I think I don't know if the times kind of coincide with when one made a decision or how you guys came about, but – um, for we'll leave out some names because I know some names are trying to be protected. Sure. Uh, but at some point, you made you guys both made the decision. So somebody had to approach somebody else and start this discussion. Um, can you kind of walk us through a little bit? I'll interject where where I see fit. But can you guys kind of walk us through how it started? Um, who was the first person to kind of get approached? Well, really, you know, whatever he has to understand is, you know, Mark and I have been partners in Chaotic for, like I said, over 15 years. We're also best friends outside. And no matter what we did, whether we were, you know, out to dinner, golfing, watching pay-per-views, whatever it might have been, we always talked to Chaotic. And I would say probably within the last two years, the conversation started to shift that we're both getting older. I don't want to say it wasn't as much fun for us. But it wasn't as much fun for us. Is that fair? That's fair to say. And part of it for me was that, well, I'm getting older and everybody in the roster is getting younger. So you get that age gap, too, where when I first got involved, everybody was closer to my age. And, you know, there were more more friendships than than anything then because because the age difference. So and I think that's where it was different for for Mark and I is that um, I think Mark probably cultivated more friendships in the business than I did. I can probably count on maybe one hand the true friends i've made um i was always in slade you know this i was always more antisocial. you never saw me go out after shows Mm-mm. um i didn't really fraternize with everybody uh, it wasn't until the last two years or so that i really started to become you know more outgoing more friendly which ironically coincides with right around the time we knew it was it was getting time for us to leave and i would say the conversation started probably about eight months ago i'd say the beginning of 2017 is when I started to have conversations with the two different parties and the guys involved. Now, <clears throat> with those two gentlemen that were involved, was it something that you kind of had been leaking out to just different people and see if anybody bit, or did they approach you? No, I took the approach of um, I would kind of know when it was time. Uh, believe it or not, over the past five years or so, I had actually tried to line up a few other people uh, to be in this spot, and things just kind of happened where... Um, they either left the company or they weren't interested. So um, this could have happened sooner if the correct pieces had fallen in place sooner. So this is almost like you had kind of, I hate to use the term like breed because that's a poor choice, but you kind of almost groomed, you had saw the potential in a couple people that were heavily involved. Sure. Um, did you approach them or did it just spontaneously kind of just happen? I approached. Okay. I approached. In my opinion, always was, and Mark, I think you and I talked about this, Chaotic Wrestling was going to go to somebody who was in Chaotic Wrestling or associated with Chaotic Wrestling. 
That was the preference, yeah. Somebody that knew the product and had the same passion that, that we had for it. Yeah, you know, we weren't going to sell it to an outsider or a competitor. It was going to do one of two things. Either we're going to find somebody internally who would be the ones who would take it over, or Mark and I were going to, you know, eventually just kind of put the brand on the shelf and we would have had some really cool wall decorations, some heavyweight titles, and some some belts <laughs> to hang on the wall as, as decoration. But, yeah, that was kind of the plan. Was that part of the sale? Uh, uh, yes, I'm sorry. but um, Well, I better get those back for the next show then. <laughs> <laughs> The woman's title's yours, though, right? No, I lost that title a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I know this answer. Uh, he lost it to Alexis in Lowell. <laughs> Do I get a point yet? Do not I get yet. a point? Yeah, uh, not not yet. yet. Not yet. All right. So, so you kind of approach these two guys, mm-hmm. um, and while all this is going on, Mark, did you kind of uh, at least know or have an idea that? A basic idea, but uh, the the last couple months is when Jane Jamie's laid down the foundation said hey here, here, here's what's happened uh what, what are your thoughts basically what ended up happening slade was i knew i wanted out yep. i was done mm-hmm. um my daughter started high school as you know from our for the pops pop quizzes we always do so well on, on nikki's yeah. uh teen terminology questions but i knew i was wrapping up so i um i kind of met with people and started to get the deal in place part of my deal and part of my communication with them was i don't know what mark's going to want to do I had an inkling of what he was going to want to do. But I said to them, um, whatever percentage of the company he owns, um, part of the deal had to be he could keep that exact same percentage in the new company or take more of the new company if he decided. And so when it started to get a little bit closer, um, I said to Mark, we need to meet for dinner one night. And that's where I kind of said, here's what's happening, what do you want to do? And your response was? Is it your turn to buy? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. A- after that. Uh, but my decision was um, I, I almost right off the bat that I agreed the timing was right. And g- given who was uh, going to be taking it over, it, it was the right choice to, to be made. And so, I, I mean, we kind of known from the, the month of posts leading up to this that uh, Jamie had a lot of people to thank and kind of kept reflecting the entire time. Um, so when you finally got the word that he wanted to do it and you kind of like jumped in, you as somebody that's been uh, such a huge part of chaotic, what was like your initial, like when we think adult, we think chaotic wrestling. Do you know <laughs> well, what I mean? <laughs> and uh, this is not a knock at Jamie. Um, when <laughs> I I s- I'm not going to ask what you think of when you, when you think well, of no, me. No, no, no. <laughs> but like, like when I think of Jamie, I, sometimes like I think like, <laughs> under, <bag>. un- <laughs> no, <laughs> but like undercover wear has been such True. a, a prominent role that, uh, um, you know, in your yeah, yeah. three month Hawaii vacations. But anyway, so when we think, you know, chaotic wrestling, we think adult. Once you knew that the ball was going to start rolling, was there anything going through your head at the time that, like, this is the this is it? Like, this is really happening? Actually, I was almost, like, I guess relieved is probably a good word. Like, all right, it's it's uh, going to be able to do something else. Uh, yeah, because I assume that you put a lot of pressure on yourself between show to shows. Um, y- yes, and not like I used to. I've gotta, I, I, I hope I've gotten better over no, the years. No, wait a minute. No, no. He didn't put pressure on himself in between shows. What he, was that was me. <laughs> I got. I. I would be. A, I would. I would be keyed up for eighteen straight years. That was just me. Yep. He would be perfectly calm in between shows until show night. He would save all of his stress That's for true. one night. I'm and, not very good at that. And, and my my favorite <laughs> my favorite chaotic story involving adult is that and you may not know this. Adult is like you said. He's Captain Personable, right? Everybody likes adult. Yeah, everybody loves adult. I put in one of my posts. He's like everybody's friend or dad. I'd never heard adult yell at anybody at chaotic shows except for one person. Me. 
every show adult would yell at me for something and i think that was his stress relief to you know be nice to all you guys just just take it out on me talking about the hot dog machine you oh please <laughs> I, I remember it was night in littleton new hampshire up in godforsaken nowhere we drive all the way up up there and there was nobody nobody to run concessions so i say to him i'll do it and i'm i'm making popcorn and making hot dogs and selling candy bars in, in littleton new hampshire and all of a sudden, this one comes over to me, and I forget what the hell I did wrong, but he starts scolding me for something, <laughs> and he storms away, and I forget who I turned to. There's somebody working there with me. I said, you know what the pisser is? I have a master's degree in hospitality from Cornell, <laughs> but apparently I can't make popcorn and hot dogs right. So, uh... But no, you, you you didn't get real stressed out between shows. Yeah, it was usually at, at shows because uh, I, I I can't even watch wrestling without thinking. No, if I'm watching like Monday Night Raw or SmackDown, I'm thinking of oh, what if our entrance looked like that? What if we got these lights? So how if we could set this up? And I would always, especially for like the bigger shows or Cold Fury, I would, you know uh, the past couple of years I've got, got some nice lights and everything, and always want to have a big production of it. And then even the last Cold Fury, I got there at like one o'clock, and come seven o'clock, I'm still putting it together so there was always stress but but so, it was a good stress of which uh for any young ladies who decide to date adult now um so which you see his entrance into the bedroom it's amazing now yeah just, i, I gotta got be careful with do, you, do you have a wayne in your, in your place doing music as well is that <laughs> sometimes sometimes uh, uh but the, 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 fog, the fog machine is a complaint with the neighbors <laughs> yeah and then he has he has evan in the closet doing the lights <laughs> oh man I'm trying to bring us back. Trying to bring us back. Um, so you guys make the deal. Uh, two months are going. The, the time is starting to dwindle. For either of you, is there at any point that there was any doubt that maybe you shouldn't do this? That maybe like, and I don't mean so much sell the company, but the idea of cutting cold turkey, right? So that you won't be involved anymore. Was there any thought of maybe like maybe taking on a lesser role, still going to shows? Um for, for me, though, not until like actually Friday in the last show and during the last show, it, 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 it actually started, wow, this is it. This is going to be the last show where, I mean, I'm a wrestling mark, so I, I'll always be following it and probably want to go to shows, but I'll stay away for a little while, at least until Cold Fury. Um, but um, until the last show, it, it didn't dawn on me to like, yeah, the, I, I get every third Friday off. So, but I don't regret it. They, they're going to do a great job, but I, I will. I, I will miss a lot of parts of it. What about you? It, it, it's funny because you said it. I was fine. You know, decision was made. And I kept having my family and friends and psychologists ask me, "Are you okay?" <laughs> I mean, family. That's and just friends. his neighbor. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, Across the street from the uh, what was the the doctor's the, name? The, the, uh, the vascular surgeon. Yeah, the vascular who, who surgeon. almost had to treat Chase. <laughs> but uh, but I was fine with it. I, are, we, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, really, I'm okay. I've, I've made the right decision. This is a good thing up until the week before the show. Because what a lot of people don't know is like all the stuff I would do for the next show, or for, excuse me, for the show. Something as simple as printing booking sheets, doing checks, uh, tickets for the next show, confirming the truck, getting insurance binders. And the weird part was, as I was doing it that week, all of a sudden I'm like, holy crap, this is the last time I'm doing this. This is the last time I'm printing checks. This is the last time I'm doing, but it, it was just weird. And then the only thing that got me until the show, I actually got misty-eyed before the show when some guys started to talk. Um, the only thing that got me was when I actually went to leave for the show, I picked up my, um, I'll call it a briefcase, but it's like a leather bag that I that I yeah. have. 
I had that I had that stupid bag from day one of Chaotic. That show that bag has been to every Chaotic Wrestling show I've been to. I think it's actually been to more than I have. You may have that, once or that, twice that's... I've left it behind when I've been traveling to say, hey, don't forget the bag. And like that stupid thing has carried everything from ring crew gloves to wrenches to band-aids to highlighters to booking sheets to release forms. And that was the weirdest thing for me. It was when I picked up that bag for the last time, I'm like, holy crap. It was like, you know, I felt like I was like shooting my dog after 18 years. I'm like, oh, my God, I've, I've got to put my bag to, to rest. And so not to skip over the last show, but we, we can get back to that. So we know how you felt going into the last show. Show's finally over. Place is cleaned up. You guys go back to your respective homes, go back to your normal lives. The time you guys put into Chaotic is essentially a, a real tenure at any major business, all right? And mm-hmm. the day after, sometimes their last, as soon as they get home, it's th- th- sometimes people feel certain things. <clears throat> Do you, did you guys have any certain feelings once you got home, you put the bags down, and that was it? No. No, I, I, I really okay. didn't. No, the, the next day I made the last deposit. Okay. Yeah, I made sure that the chairs got returned and the truck got got sent back. So no, no proverbial weight off the shoulders. There wasn't any weird. I th- I think anxiety I'll disappearing. Probably, you know what I mean? I'll probably feel that as the next show gets closer and we don't have to do anything. Okay. Does that make sense? Nope, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's what's going to hit me is after the new year when when that January twelfth uh, show is coming, and I'll and I'll realize I don't have anything to do. Yeah, that's th- when it'll be weird. One of our, pre- I think it was on this show. I don't think it was another show. One of our previous shows, uh, Jamie was talking about how he spoke with Jim Kettner. Yeah. And Kettner had referenced that as he was walking out of the building, he felt this like proverbial weight being lifted off his shoulders. And so right as the show ended, while Jamie thought I was following him for the real paycheck, um, <laughs> for those listening, yes, Jamie gave out a uh, fantastic check that just said priceless. That was that was the extent of it. Which, did anybody not come back to you for the real thing? I think that was the game plan. Well, by, by the end, I know, really. What, what were they going to do, chase me down? Um, by the end, everybody caught up to me because word started to spread. Uh, I, hated, I hated that word spread. What I did, everybody, for, for those of you listening, for my last chaotic show, about two-thirds of the roster, instead of getting a check, they got a little thank you coupon. And it looked, if you just peered through the check window, it, it looked, looked like a check. Yeah, it looked normal. But if you looked at it, it actually said, you know, thank you for all your hard work. I'm going to miss you. Best of luck in your career and all your future endeavors. And where the amount would usually go, I wrote, priceless. And I signed it like a regular check. And the best part was, like, some of the guys who knew me came right up to me like, yeah, okay, haha, you're an ass. But, like, some of the younger guys, the guys that didn't know me as well, like, you could see them you know, like, like, <laughs> like starting to walk up to me. Then they'd, then they'd take a quick turn and walk away from me. And, like, then they'd circle me and fear, okay. And then you'd see them whisper, well, who's going to – somebody ask them first. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was a good time. Awesome. All right, then. Well, on that note, what I think we should do is we should take a quick break. When we come back, I kind of want to look at Chaotic as a whole. I want to see what you guys thought worked, didn't work, what you would have changed, and hopefully you guys uh, both agree that uh, Slade should have been heavyweight champ. But regardless, when we come back, we'll talk about that. You're listening to For the Pops, the Chaotic Wrestling Special on the NEI Place Wrestling fans to connect, discuss, and to be heard. But what if we told you that there's also a show for fans of all kinds to do the same? That show is Late Night Liam. Show hosted by myself, Liam Stryker. And me, Bill Neville. Join us immediately following NAI Pod every Wednesday as we dive into pop culture, sports, current events, and more. Can't listen live? No worries. Late Night Liam can be downloaded on demand exclusively on the NAI Network channel. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, and all podcast platforms. Once again, join Late Night Liam live every Wednesday following NAI Pod. When you and fans of all kinds can connect, discuss, and be heard. 
I'm DC Matthews, the Pope of Positivity. And I'm Doc Manson, the only actual doctor talking about wrestling on the entire internet, at least until facts prove otherwise. And each weekend on the NAI Network, DC and Doc talk. We might talk about wrestling, but we probably won't. Maybe I'll just eat a bowl of cereal for 30 minutes, live, on the air. It's entirely possible. It's happened before. Check out DC and Doc talk every weekend on the NAI Network. And we are back here on the uh, For the Pops podcast with uh, myself, Scotty Slade, and my co-host, uh, Jamie J. Mikowski, uh, alongside Mark Boudry. Uh, we've got the previous owners of Chaotic Wrestling. And just like anything you do in life, you go through it, you go home, and you sit there and you go, I wish I could have done that different, or maybe we should have went a different route. So, guys, I wanted to start this segment by kind of asking both of you, if you guys could change any certain angles that happened in chaotic wrestling, <laughs> is there any that comes to the top of your head that you would change immediately if you could go back in time? Well, I can answer this one first because uh, the short time I was uh, booking with uh, somebody else who had built up to a ladder match at at a breaking point uh, for Sc- Sc- Scott Reed versus uh, Louis Ortiz. And Scott Reed had stole the New England title from Louis Ortiz and – Led up to that ladder match that Scott Reed proceeded to win, and he was. It should I if I could go back, it I would have changed that one right there because it should have gone back to Louis. Who wait? Who won? Uh, Scott Reed. Oh, he he kept the belt that he had stolen. <laughs> for for <laughs> what? What year was this? It was like two thousand six, seven. I remember none of this. I'm so screwed on this quiz you, later. No, I think you're okay. I'm so screwed. It's, it's a good mix of. I'm screwed. Current, old, middle. I mean, let's unless half thing. the questions are, Jamie, when did so and so piss you off at a show? That's the only ones I can remember. Oh, I could, I could add yeah, that you. in there. Yeah, you. So, Jamie, is there any is there any angles that you would change? Yeah, there are a lot that I would have changed. I, I, you know, you want just angles I would change or things I would do differently? No, we could start with angles because I'm going to try to touch on all of them. Okay. Um. One angle I would change would would be uh, I call it 2016. Believe it or not, I the way things happened was end of 2015, some key people left. I kind of stepped back up and took a bigger role back in the company. And my the way I always worked was once somebody kind of became the booker, booker slash writer, I tended to back off and let them mostly do what they wanted to, unless something really horribly offended me or I felt something was not chaotic. I um. And then I would kind of step back in. But tw- end of 2015, I stepped back in, and I had every intention of finally just booking myself, booking the company myself for a while. <laughs> booking, booking myself, myself champion. That's right. <laughs> um, but kind of booking the company for myself. With I didn't figure out who's going to help me, and then things changed. I got a, And my original idea for all of 2016, as we came out of Cold Fury, uh, if I remember, that was when Sherman dropped it to Chase at Cold Fury. Um, that would have been... 16, right? Mm-hmm. 15. 15. Yeah, I have 15. no idea. Culture Reef 15, yeah. My entire setup for that year was going to be, at the time, we weren't using a lot of outsiders. And if you remember, Slade, that's when we started the Chaotic Challenge. Yes. Okay? As I came back into the company, I was looking at it saying, holy crap, what do I do? Because I saw that we had this whole bunch of guys who had been with us forever. Chase, Malonis, Logans, Booker. Uh, Hanson was still around a little bit more regularly at the time. Then we had kind of like a middle group. 
and I would kind of put, even though you'd been around, you, AG, Cam, um, Ilya, that whole group who you had been around, but you hadn't really had a chance to get up to truly that but next yeah, level. Yeah, because you guys dropped the ball on Cold Fury 13. Cold yeah, Fury yeah, 13. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying. You know, you're, you are one who can speak of it. Right. That there was, a, there was this weird little glass ceiling for you guys. Then we started the chaotic challenge because I felt that we needed some new faces and some new blood coming in. Which, not to cut you off, what my favorite thing about the chaotic challenge was is how bad it failed because of the weather when you guys tried to do the, it was I don't know if it was trial by fire or something like that. Uh, Tarzan at the time was trying to set up like a tournament. Yes. And he was bringing guys like Dave Cole, Bobby Ocean, mm-hmm. Vinny Marsiglia. But then there was like a weird block where it was those back-to-back shows. Something happened with the weather. We had to cancel shows. And Probably. He ended up and he ended up having to just use like two participants to yeah, kind of like finish it out. It got all foobard. That's right. I do remember that now. Yep. So. But my original thing was going to be I wanted to build two. I think I was building to like a countdown or a rumble or something. And the one thing Todd Sinclair taught me ages ago was the best way to book is steal other people's good stuff. And what I was building to was I was going to keep it very subtle, but I was going to have it be you had this upper echelon of chaotic, the veterans. We had you guys, and we had the outsiders. And what I wanted to, the Chaotic Challenge guys, what I wanted to do was in the middle. Not Nash Hall? No, not Hall Nash. (laughs) What I wanted to do is have it build to a rumble or a countdown of some sort. where We were going to have a Chase or a Malonis or somebody in the ring, and all of a sudden have it be, we'll say it's Malonis. Malonis in there with four of you guys and then four of these Chaotic Challenge guys, and all of a sudden action stops, and there's there's a realization of, oh shit, all these little factions are together. And that's how I was going to push the Chaotic Challenge guys and you kind of mid-level guys to the next level. So I want three distinct factions. I was going to do the Chaotic Veterans, the mid-level guys, and the Chaotic Challenge Outsider guys and have that all build to a huge Cold Fury with matches. And it, it just it just didn't happen. Any reason why? Um, because other people got involved in the booking process. I'm not saying good or bad. Yeah. Things no, no, changed. Fine. And in hindsight, I wish I I wish I had dug my heels in and fought for that one idea. Cause I, you know, in my mind, I can still see it. And I think it would have been amazing. Anything else for for you, Mark, that comes to mind? Uh, Doing I'm, different for angles or anything? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Cause uh, I'll jump into something else right after. If you get nothing, I can do well, it. What about in general? When it came to chaotic booking, there was something you you didn't love. Lots of talking. Yeah, is that what you're? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, but uh, he, uh, on shows, I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, it's no secret. Lots of talking because you've. I've always felt it's. We're not on Monday Night Raw. You know, like a good uh, four segments of promos. Uh, over I, I think of that two and that's hours? what the the website, Facebook, and all that's for. I mean, you should have maybe one one thing of talking on the show, but you've already got the people in the in the building to see wrestling and you don't want to so, so sometimes I think that the talking brings down a crowd so I, I think my favorite shows is when we've had like a breaking point or a cold fury and we just go boom it's all matches boom 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 and, and the momentum keeps riding that, that roller coaster yeah I can see that so I mean alright well then to piggyback off of something like that as far as like leading up to these big shows you know, you guys kind of, at least with the way Chaotic's always looked, you guys have built in, I don't want to use the term seasons, but you kind of go from Breaking Point to Cold Fury, Cold Fury to Breaking Point, and things of that nature. 
But along the way, sometimes people get uh, cut from the sides. They fall off the table, whatever. You kind of get put on the back burner. Is there anybody that you guys feel you missed the boat on? Somebody that maybe you didn't use as frequently as you should have, and then suddenly they blew up somewhere else uh, or maybe uh, became more successful in their own right, and you felt maybe if you had noticed that before... Do you have one off the top of your head, or do you need? To I mean, uh, I have one off the top. I have, of my I have head. one off the top of my head. Do you have one? Uh, I, I could think of one person right now that we only used once. Who? Uh, Dalton Castle, the Ring of Honor. Okay. I think we used him once or twice, and now he's a he's going to be in the main event of uh, the pay per view for Ring of Honor on Friday against Cody. I literally have no idea who that is. Oh, really? You might not have been at that show. It might have been a summer <laughs> show. <laughs> I had uh, no idea he worked for us. I, I know who. I had no idea he worked for us. Yeah, twice I think, once or twice. Oh wow! Anybody comes to your mind, Jamie? Yeah, Matt Taven. Hundred percent, Matt Taven. I and that is a complete and total. That that's a Jamie thing. There were outside circumstances where um, I had to make a choice between a couple people on the roster, and. Um, in the past, what Jamie would have done was he would have told both of them, go away. Yeah, and, at one point, like, I remember when I came into Chaotic, yeah. it was, you know, we won't talk about who was on there, but like you you were the guy that it was a fortress to get into Chaotic. And right. like if you made the quote unquote Jericho list, you yeah. weren't getting into Chaotic. No, and, and what happened was there were, there was something happened outside of wrestling, and I had to make a decision. And. I basically cut ties with Matt. In hindsight, uh, to quote Indiana Jones' Last Crusade, I chose poorly. Um, I should have, in hindsight, what I should have done was given both of them time off until we could figure out, okay, what's going on, and then figure out who we really want to bring back in. Um, instead, like I said, that was just that was I made I made a wrong choice. And again, you see what Matt's doing now. Um, you know, with some of the exposure he's gotten, Ring of Honor and all that, and I just, I just thought Matt was was he's got a great looking. Yeah, he he added he added something to shows. That's what we always want to do on Chaotic is find people who added something. And and I remember the first time uh, Jim Kettner was there. I remember the first time he ever saw Matt Taven come through our curtain. He's like that. There's something to that kid. You know, he he had he had something, and that that was when I screwed up royally. I think, at least for me, from the locker room standpoint, two guys, uh, well, two situations, so to speak. One guy that I thought could have been used differently uh, was Fala. I think, like, seeing yeah. what he did uh, once he left. I don't think he, w- I don't I don't know if it was uh, how long after he left Chaotic, but he, like, almost modified, reinvented himself. Sure. And it's it's paid huge dividends for him. Another thing. I don't think that was us, though. No, no, I don't think it was you. Because uh, the tag team he was in with Congo, I thought was fantastic with Gorman. Because wasn't Fala part of the, He was part of the whole New York crew with the blowout boys and right. Fred and Sean. Yeah, that wasn't a situation. Yeah, we were still using Sean, though. Yeah, but what ended up happening was, one by one, they all started moving on. And it, it part, part of the reason they all came down was, I think, they liked all traveling There was a together. group of them. There was yeah. a car ride. There was yeah. a car full of them. So it was always, you know, Sean Bennett, Fred, uh, Danny, Danny, Fred, <laughs> Tommy Trouble. Yeah. And then Fala. Yeah, it was, it was like a bunch of clowns coming out of the little car when they got, yeah. to, the, got to the building. Yeah, exa- exactly. And then as one by one they left for whatever reason, you know, Fala, I think it was just became too much for him to drive drive down alone. Yeah, it was nothing. Yeah, it was, that, but that no, was when pretty we, much when the he, When reason. he came back at that Lawrence show, I mean, big hugs. I always liked him. And then yeah. that match was, up until the finish, that match was tremendous. Who's the other one? 
the other one. <clears throat> well, the other one. Well, why are you, ba- why are you back? Why are you back tar- in your chair out of arm's reach from me? Is it, am I, am I was it Tarzan? No, I just heard to go. No, 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 no. Tarzan storming out had. Uh, there was there was nothing anybody was going to do to bring him back in the <laughs> building. So, uh, no, it's this move that you guys did uh, actually changed the landscape of chaotic for a good six Goodness. months, and in my opinion, hurt the heavyweight champ oh, to the point that he never got back to where he could have been, and that was when Tommaso Champa was. I don't know what you'd call it, but after the tennis ball incident, he was tossed. Yeah. <laughs> when he was tossed, yeah, he, at the time he was the uh, he had the contract from the countdown right. that changed the booking so that Sherman won it in Stoneham the, the next, next night, night uh, which then kind of led to Sherman's lackluster second run, which kind of started uh, a, a downward spiral for the guy. Uh, so to speak, and I wonder. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And I wonder, I wonder wh- wh- how different everything turns out. Because then you got to figure. I don't know if you planned on winning the title. It was. It would be Fury Tommaso. So it wasn't actually. In our defense on that one, as much as I love Tommaso, he wasn't being Tommaso Champa. He was being haha uh, Thomas Penmanship. Thomas Penmanship, yes. But not even Thomas Penmanship. Some weird. Yeah, yeah, hybrid. Yeah. Of between the two with Arch. Well, no, it's and it, you know it's not so much the Tommaso leaving. It was the I guess this is like incorporating like who left, angle change, things of that nature. Um, I never thought that Sherman should have went back over for the title that soon against Fury, um, because then after he after he went over on Fury, it was this weird stretch where there wasn't really anything there, and that's when like Mark was exposed. Uh, Mark is very like a story-driven character. Right. Like he he's literally the best in New England when it comes to like if you set him up with the right story, he'll kill it every time. When that story gets stripped away and you say, Mark, can you just go out and wrestle? He's that's not his that's not his cup of tea. And it was just it was just the dominoes just started to fall when Tommaso gets let go. We put the belt on Sherman. And I don't know if that was like a panic move, and then it. It went from there. It wasn't a panic move. It was the only move at that point. Because I remember. Because you know, Breaking Point was the show after. Right. Because we were Stoneham we were Friday night in Lowell, and then Saturday night was Breaking Point in Stoneham. So they were back-to-back no, shows. No, no. Breaking Point wasn't the Stoneham show. We did have Breaking Point in Stoneham the following year, but the Breaking Point was going to be. But no, but there was a show the next night in Stoneham. Correct. But okay, break, okay, break okay, it wasn't point, Breaking Point? The, the next month. Gotcha. So it was, it was which was leading right. up so, to So it. what happened was, as the story goes, and I think uh, Tommaso and Scott Reed compete for um, the title of which one of them I've fired the most times from Chaotic Wrestling. <laughs> Have you fired Tommaso more than once? Oh, God, yeah. Multiple times. Like, I knew he had his own rules. I knew Reed just gets fired every other... Reed era. gets fired, yeah. Reed, Reed shows up, gets fired, at, you know, sometimes before he wrestles, but we still That's, use him that night. Uh, yeah. But no, that night, the, as the story goes, um, Tommaso came back as this weird hybrid Tommy penmanship. After I beat him, by yeah. the way. I mean, that was... I, Great, because wins and losses the, matter in wrestling. I was the catalyst... And then, if you remember, Mark, Arch started managing him again. Arch Kincaid. Yeah, who who approved that? Nobody. Uh, Tommaso called Arch. You can't say nobody. Somebody let him in the building. But, well, what, if Arch Kincaid shows up, he says, I'm managing Tommaso. You say, okay, I never paid him. Oh, okay. Never paid him. Because, again, but he just showed up. And so now we have Arch and Tommaso. And Tommaso's wrestling Brian Malonis in Lowell. And Arch was wearing some kind of weird 
tennis garb like that something night. with dog that i think it's because he walks dogs right i think it's yes. something that he holds balls tennis balls for when he <laughs> right. he's walking dogs and he brought something. tennis balls in the ring so then malonis makes his entrance tomaso's in there tomaso gets a bright idea to whip a tennis ball at malonis the biggest guy on our roster arguably arguably the biggest guy in new england from 18 feet away he misses malonis hits a fan in the front row doesn't just hit a fan in the front row hits a female friend in the front row hits a female fan with glasses in the front row no no no. hits a pregnant female fan with glasses in the front row who now she gets so she gets scared starts crying then gets embarrassed that she's crying and starts having an anxiety attack while she's pregnant so i remember i got her out of there we we're meeting with the cop do you need to call an emt no i'm just embarrassed and i remember it it all happens and i uh tomaso comes through the curtain he's like i'm sorry i'm like don't even talk to me right now. Don't even speak to me. And so I remember on the ride home from Lowell that night, I called Tomas on the cell phone. He picks up and he goes, hey, boss, I'm fired, aren't I? I go, yeah, I have to. <laughs> you know, I, I, we have rules. We had rules in Chaotic, and he, I, I would have lost any credibility I had left in that locker room if I hadn't done something. Fair enough. And then the next night, I remember we were standing. I can tell you where we were standing. It was me. Tarzan was there. Fury was there. I think Mike Crockett was there. And Brian Malone was there. We were just talking. Well, what do we do now? And because we were in Sherman's hometown, hometown, you know, and we were going through all these convoluted scenarios. And then somebody, I want to say it was Malone, just said, you're in his hometown. Just put Sherman over. It's the right thing to do. It was a great. And we'll book our way out of it. But I remember I actually told him, call your parents. Get them here. Because they weren't coming to that show. Yeah, the night it the the show itself got over huge. Kids right. came oh, the, in the, the ring. whole show actually. That's what yeah. that was one of my favorite shows the past yeah, couple that of years. Was, that was when I got dressed up as the Spartan. It was oh, that's great. right. That's right. That was I time. made more money that night because all the kids bought my T-shirt because I was the Spartan. Uh, and you it, should go back to the and just keep doing that. Well, like, just and the best be the part was it was supposed to be Cam Zagami. Oh, he didn't want to do it. No, I just said to you, "Can I do it?" And you went, "Cam, he trumps you. That's it." Oh, good. See that. Plus, I thought the yes stood for Slade. So that, you know what? Let's see. You guys should get back in business. You should go be the Stoneham Spartan at like their high school games. I and would sell love every minute of it. All right, uh, we're going to get on that. We, we're, we should call Stoneham and say we got somebody. But, uh, yeah, no, that night itself was good. It's just when you guys had breaking point, um, I believe uh, Fury didn't retain. No, I mean, no, because Sherman, held, held, Sherman held, held on to it until yeah. following Cold Fury. Yeah. I believe it and was I think that's Chase. where, I that's where things kind of fell apart. But I digress. Yeah. Um, so I mean, there, there were other weird ones, too. I mean, as we're talking about decisions, like remember Sean Burke? He was going to get a huge run as our champion, then he broke his ankle the next night. We put the belt on him on like a it, Friday. It, there have been was, injuries that have. Yeah, that's also the, that's the one that led to the triple threat ladder match between at Cold Fury between Todd. Was it Cold Fury? Yeah, it was yes. Cold, Cold Fury, yep. Todd. Malonis, Fury. Because yep. Julian was supposed to be in it, and sure. Julian got yep. hurt. Oh, so right. literally within a uh, two-month time span, Burke, Julian, both out. Right. You guys had to play on the fly. That, that actually ended up being pretty good because that's when Sherman won the uh, countdown and you right. prevented him from cashing in. Why would you do that? What do you mean? He could have won at Cold Fury. How did I prevent him from cashing in? They were all knocked out. He ran out. That he could have won that night. He went up the ladder. Yeah. Todd got up. I jumped on Todd's back. And then Sherman just decided to look left and right instead of climbing up the ladder. He had under control until you were out there. If he climbed straight you, up, you distracted your own he'd partner. be the heavyweight champ. You distracted your own partner. It was me all along. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know who else, before we wrap up this part, I don't know what other questions. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know who else I think we, we underutilized that we could have used better was actually uh, Dijak. 
Dijak does a lot of commitments though too. Right, but his last run with us, like where he was in that weird tag team with Mikey Webb. What was it? The American Destroyers. Yep. I think we could have done more with Dijak than we did. Yeah, he was kind of married to Chase, and then that was it. Like, I mean, he had that great match at Cold Fear with Malonis, a Malonis's modified match. farewell yep. match. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that 15? Cold Fear 15? That was, that was 15. Yes. Because yep. 14. Give me a point. 14 give me a point. Was Here's how I always. Right. Give, me yeah. give me a point. Because 14, he right. main evented against Chase. The way I always remember the Cold Fury numbers, whatever year it is, subtract. And it's that's minus the Cold one, Fury. Right. Yeah, he main evented against Chase. He was kind of married to him for a little bit. Then uh, Malonis wanted to work him to kind of uh, step away from Chaotic for a little bit. There was one year, like right around 2012, 2013, I actually tried to squeeze Chaotic, uh, Cold Fury into December and then have it be a f- like 14 months till the next one to get the Cold Fury numbering You're on back. the right one. And on it was the, the first Cold Fury was in 2001, and then Cold Fury 2 was in 2003. And then some Cold Furies were in early spring, right? mid-spring. And then the next one, I think, is in July. You know, I know I, I told you before the show, don't ask me this, but do you know what my favorite part about Chaotic oh, Wrestling is? Oh, jeez. You know, he sends me, just Mark, just so you know, he sends me this text and he goes, whatever you do tonight, don't ask me those typical questions of what's your favorite chaotic memory. And then here we are. <laughs> so, yes, Jamie. You know what my favorite thing was? What was you? <laughs> Coming up with the subtitles of the Cold Furies. That was all me. So tell us more about infinite possibilities. Uh, there were only three. There were really only. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> there, there may have actually been only two, but but there were there, there were only two possible matches that could have come out of my. Inf- in the old called it Cold Fury Eight, and Eight on its side is an infinity symbol. Um, Genius. That was one of my favorite ones. I thought it looked like the snake in the, like the old uh, pyramid, the Rubik's cubes. There used ne- to be a snake. There was know? the never-ending chase, <laughs> which boy wasn't that ironic. Eight years later, um, huh. we actually going back to when we were talking about. If we just let Cold Fury end and not sell to anybody, it was going to be on a Cold Fury. Yeah. The final Fury. Yeah. See? Guys I forgot about one. that. Or, or no. Or we, I think we might have talked about like having uh, the championship. It would have been the final countdown or yeah. things like that. That's awesome. Would have been cool. All right. Well, then I think this is a good sp- uh, spot to stop. So at least this way we can pick it up in part two. Uh, on our next episode of... Uh, can I start doing subtitles for episodes? Yeah, absolutely can. I've been, I've been trying. If you notice in my intro, I'm, I'm trying to associate the numbers with something. Uh, okay. Horseman today was five, so it was uh, the Cena. You can't see oh, me. I'm on board with this. I can't wait till... Wait, Horseman was five? No, Horseman, Horseman was four. four. Oh, okay. I can't wait, wait till we get to episode eight. The infinite possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Um, when we come back, Ugh. for the first time... In this illustrious run of podcasts, Jamie J. Mikowski is going to get behind the mic to be one of the contestants of For the Pops, the Chaotic Wrestling special quiz against the Chaotic Wrestling historian, Mark Boudry. No pressure. Right after after these few words, and you're listening to For the Pops on the NEI Pop Network. After these messages, we'll be right back. I'm Anthony Stefano. I'm Glenn Rodriguez. I'm Phil Cataldo. What do we know about wrestling? We don't just know wrestling. We live it. Every week, the fans on social media disrespect each other. Welcome to the consequences. WWE, New Japan, the Indies, we're talking about all of you. We shield wrestling fans from injustice. Every Friday. On the NAI Wrestling Network. The Hounds are here. Anthony Stefano, Glenn Rodriguez. Phil Cataldo. This, this is, is 
Rant with Dan. My name is Jason Malta. I am Liam Strager. And I'm Bill Neville. And live every Wednesday night on NewAgeInsiders.com and the Mixler app, we're taking topics and thousands of fan perspectives and bringing them to your airwaves. And don't forget, we'll be live and taking your calls before and after every single WWE pay-per-view that we do not attend. But wait, there's more. You can also subscribe to our Patreon page by visiting Patreon.com and searching for New Age Insiders. And with plans starting at just $2 a month, there's an affordable option for everyone. Monday Rewards, Tuesday Rewards, exclusive pay Pay-per-view rewards, exclusive shows. Why wouldn't you become a Patreon? And we will see you Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. We out. We are back on For the Pops podcast. I'm Scotty Slade, joined by Jamie G. Mikowski, as always. And our third guest today is uh, the prior, the ex- However you want to put it, the co-owner of Catac Wrestling No More, Mark Boudry. Hello, hello. Now. I'm doing this segment under protest. Uh, this is. No, when, when we signed the For the Pops contract, part of the contract was um, I get to do the quizzes. I ask the questions. But now because it's a special Chaotic Wrestling episode, apparently, Sky State has gone over my head. Yeah, so call me Drew Carey. I'm going to treat this like whose lines anyway. I'm going to throw points all over the place oh, as we go on. down the list. The more questions I ask, the more bonus points I may give. Great. This is going to be fun. Don't worry, fellas. There's only I only have seven questions. Normally, it's five. I'm boosting it because of how special this is. And like I said, bonus points are going to be hidden everywhere. All right, guys. Question number one. Mark, we both have our pens and our cards. Write down your answer. Then Slade will tell us what to reveal our answer. We are going (laughs) to... After Mark Boudry just wrote down true. All right, we're gonna start off with a nice easy one. WWE superstar Kofi Kingston, at one time was a chaotic wrestling superstar. Who did he face in his last chaotic wrestling match? Know this one. All right, Jamie, we'll start with you. Brian Malonis. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't, I don't have the, the bonus. Oh, son of a, you got me guess, bonus I, point. I don't have a bonus point for that one, but you were both correct. It was, in fact, Brian Malonis. And that was his only loss as a chaotic wrestling superstar. I oh, seem to remember that. Wow. <laughs> I quit. You are so screwed. I know. <laughs> I was like, should I write down as much detail as possible about these? I'm like, no, we don't need it. No, I don't need it. I thought you were going to ask who his first opponent was. I, you know, I originally had that written down. Do you, Tony Omega. Do you, but in, do you know who, Do you know who Malonis's first opponent was? I know that one. I should ask that as a question. Tony Billy Kryptonite. It was Billy Kryptonite. Billy Kryptonite. That, that and Brian not, blew out his knee. That was not a uh, question on the quiz. Uh, sure, one I know. Thanks. All right, not to drop another name on you, fellas, but WWE superstar Finn Balor at one time had a one and only match in Chaotic Wrestling. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> he, he's already written down the answer. <laughs> This sucks. Finish the question. Who did Finn Balor face in Chaotic Wrestling? I know this one, too. Is that an event on the show, though? That wasn't at the show. All right, adult, we'll start with you. Hurricane John Walters. Hurricane John Walters. All right, you guys are both correct again. All right. What was the main event of the show? It was the ladder match that was never used. Oh, really? Between (laughs) Scott Reed and and Louis Ortiz? No, Jason... uh, 
Oh my god, I was at that show. Yeah, Jason Tommaso. Jason Tommaso. With the, do you remember how they started that one? Shaking hands. No, Jason <laughs> Tommaso. They're doing a ladder match, and this is the PAV. And do you remember what year it was? It was in September of. I want to say it was like uh, 2005. So they get in there. September 2005. And, and the crowd was pretty split. They get in the ring and they did the the Rock Hogan head turns back and forth to the crowd. Oh I wanted, if I had had a gun, I would have either shot one of them or myself. And then as Mark said, they did, they did it was a ladder match and they never used the ladder. So anyway, another counter crossing high point. Question three. Question number three. This is going to have a uh, bonus point wrapped in it. Great. All right. The question is, who is your longest reigning champ in history? This is of any title. Whoever's held the title the longest. The bonus part is if you can tell me the amount of days. The fact that he kept writing that much, I <laughs> he gets the days. Uh, I'm sorry. This is, uh, you know what? I, I'm surprised you don't know this one because this was talked about quite a bit as the days got closer. I don't know. Um, I knew this one. Um. Okay. All right. Uh, we started with adult last time, so it's, it's not lo the logo. No, wait, 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 wait. We're going to do Jamie first because I think you have the right answer. I put down Casey Ray, women's champion, 375 days. I apologize, Jamie. That is wrong. And it bitch. wasn't the Logan's 363-day tag team title reign or the 375 days since Chase's heavyweight reign. It was uh, Brandon Locke's 420-day New England title reign. Oh, you are both wrong. What was it? It was Chase Del Monte's heavyweight title reign for a combined total of 517 days. What do you mean combined total? Like... Straight, sorry. Straight total, 517 days. I don't know. This might be under protest. Oh, no. It's it's there. It's, it's it's in black and white on catacrestling.com. This was when, as he got closer, Brian Malonis was going to be like, I'm giving – because Brian was like 490 for his heavyweight title run. 485. Oh, you're right. I know he's right because he had 570 days, and then I think he had like 174, and Julian had like 35 days. Whatever. So. Oh. This game sucks. It's okay. Wow. All right. Phew. Boy, I dodged a bullet there, huh? I, I, well, I'm surprised. It was I, only because I knew it was just talked about as it got closer. No. No idea. All right. Here we go. Question number four. This one? This one's worth four points, guys. Oh, four How's points. it four points? Because there's four question. answers. That sucks. Oh, Can you tell me no. the original first heavyweight New England women's and tag champ of Catholic wrestling history? No. <laughs> no. Do I get a point for no? You don't know your first heavyweight champ? I know my first heavyweight champ. Your first New England champ? No idea. Your first tag team champ? You booked it. That was before my time. I know. That's it. I was like, I was chucking this up for my partner here. Oh, New England. Jeez. New England champ? Women. There's a technicality on that because it was the TV title. <laughs> It's, it's funny that you say that. I don't know. I'm only going off of what I 
Rich Paladino had sent me a text because I was, I was uh, fishing for questions, and they go, you should ask what the New England title used to be. So I'm going to the first New England champ, the first TV champ, right, the light heavyweight champ. No, because the light heavyweight, it oh, says, on. the light the heavyweight used to be the midget title because that's what it said on the, uh, on the website. There were, no, well, there was a light yeah, heavyweight championship and the TV championship were unified into the New England championship. Basically, because we didn't have the Friday Night Chaos anymore. No, you can't count as a short sleeve Samson. Light heavyweight champ. Don't look. I have everything written down. Okay. I don't know. All right, Jamie, we're gonna we're gonna. Okay, start I know with the you. first. I know I got one. Which one do you want? Heavyweight. We'll go heavyweight. Jay Gillette. September seventeenth, two thousand. You guys are both right on that. I knew Jay Gillette. All right. Now here's the New England. The New England one might be up for a little <laughs> controversy because I went off of the CatacoWrestling.com website. Okay. Who'd you write? If we're going first, New England champion Duke's unified against Hurricane John Walters. Oh boy. In Lowell. Not what it has like on the website. This can be thrown out. I'm fine with throwing. This I have one Louis out. Ortiz. Uh, the website reads that the first New England champ was Louis Ortiz. Technically, the TV champion. Oh man, is that one under protest? You're, you're the boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'm, it doesn't matter. All right, we'll keep that one pending. We'll see if it even matters by the end. The first woman's champ. Nikki. Nikki Rocks. You guys both wrote Nikki Rocks. Yeah. Nikki Rocks. It is. Wow. This. Ooh, is... I went back and forth on that one. And I'll the first. <laughs> and the uh, first oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> first ever tag team champ, the damned, the damned it is. Jamie, you wrote one night stand. Oh Damn it. wow! And uh, adult has taken the Ooh. lead. We're at five to four. That's with the New England one thrown out God, so far. Son of a. Oh, that was good. No, that sucks. I'm so upset about the longest reigning. I just remember the whole Brandon Locke storyline there with the. <sighs> All right, question five. You jerk. <laughs> gonna storm out the door now. All right, enough. This one has bonus potential. Not for one of us. Can you name me? No. The person that won the chaotic countdown without eliminating a single person. <laughs> I'd see. This is something we should have streamed because as I finish. The marker of uh, adult just goes. Yeah, but I might say yes, because I think it's right. But... It has to be. <laughs> right? Well, if he's wrong, we're both wrong. Can't remember. I said there was bonus included. All right. Is it Mark Sherman? I guess Mark Sherman. I guess Mark Sherman. You guys are both correct. Yes. The bonus point to that oh, come was on. Brian Fury also won without eliminating a single person. The year that he had Brick eliminate the final person, he won just because of his cronies. Really? He, yep. When you guys put uh, Brian Fury over the chaotic countdown. I don't remember that. <laughs> I literally don't remember it. <laughs> oh, man. You know, this is a lot closer than I thought, although as we get closer to the end. Just, just stop. Oh. We got two more questions? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, you have two more questions. If it's tied, I do have a ridiculous uh, end question, which I'll ask afterwards anyway. All right, number six. This one is from uh, Mike Crockett, by the way. Uh oh, son of a bitch. Could be tailor made for me. Son of a bitch. Damn you, Probably. Michael Crockett. <laughs> you want specific dates? What title changed hands at the Chaotic Wrestling debut in Derry, New Hampshire? Who won? And what title was it? I don't know. Wow. Uh, 
whatever reason, if you could say who won and who was defeated, there's, a, po there's a potential two two points here. Well, the more detail you give, the more points you get. If How's you could tell me who's involved in the match and what the title was, I'll give you two points. But you got to get both participants in the match. Yeah, the winner and the loser. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> Again, I'll repeat it for everybody listening at home. When Chaotic Wrestling debuted in Derry, New Hampshire, which title changed hands? Who was the winner and who was the loser? That's a good one. Go ahead. Me, who's going first? It's Jamie, late. you can go yeah. first. I think Scott Reed defeated Mikazi for the New England title. That's got to be right. We get similar answers. An adult? There. I get Alex Arion beating Mikazi for the New England title. Well, guys, I'm going to give you the New England title because that's correct. Yeah. Unfortunately, as far as the bonus is concerned, Brian Fury de defeated Fred Bone Crusher Sampson. Really? Yeah, a little shout I'm out to... I'm much closer than I thought in this competition. You, uh, we're going into the last question. We're dead tied, we're tied right? Yep. And and this, this is a 10-point swing. Whoa. Oh, how? You're making up rules. I'm just making up You're rules. You're making up rules. I'm just making up You're rules. You're doing what I do. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not a 10-point swing. So anyway, here's our last question. There are multiple points scattered in between. How many people are currently in the Chaotic Wrestling Hall of Fame? If you can name them, you get more points. While they're writing down their answers, one of the questions that we uh, talked about off the air was every time you go to a chaotic show, there's always the rituals, say, let the chaos begin. There's always the video that plays beforehand and the song that's known by all chaotic fans. It's like the chaotic wrestling theme song. We were trying to, uh, I could not get a confirmation on who the band was, but should have saved it because Jamie knew it was Powder Burnt. Powder Burnt. I actually didn't know. Oh, you had to go look it up? No, remember you said... Oh, I had Rich to, said it was somebody yeah, like such and power, such. Yeah, power burnt. I mean, yeah, he said it was power burnt, and then you were like, no, it was powder burnt. So that's how we uh, figured that out. Are you ready? Yeah, I have my answer. I don't think I'm right, though. All right, adult. We haven't done it in a while. All right, so... And we kind of brought it back for one show. Adult, what's the, what's the total number you have? Is it seven? And then what is the seven people that you uh, wrote? Got Louis Ortiz, Hurricane John Walters. Hold on, hold on. Hurricane, yeah. You got Ortiz, Hurricane Hollow, Gino Martino, Dukes, Dalton, Killer Kowalski. And then we, we were doing those, those Fury. And then we had a psycho. We had a psycho. I'm watching you, you cheating bastard. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> I'm like missing somebody though. All right, and Jamie, how many do you have? I have eight. Okay, Jamie has eight. I have Louis Gino Hollow. I don't have Arch. Arch is one. Shit. Arch Kincaid was one he missed. I missed Arch. I think Rich Palladino's in it, isn't he? Oh my god, I missed Rich. So Sorry, pretty Rich. much you had you had eight minus Psycho from the yeah, list I, I see from here. I didn't have Psycho. Okay. 
Guys. Seven, seven? Guys, this is uh, this is uncomfortable. Guys, there was nine. Clearly, we figured that out. Who's the last one? Arch and Rich. Yeah. Gino, Kowalski, Dukes, Arch, Rich, Ortiz. Yeah, so the one that you were missing was Psycho. Yeah. And that would make it nine. Yeah. So, But you got eight. Right. He only got seven. Yeah. So that means that this game is tied. Oh, come on. This game is tied. Luckily, so going to perfect the drama. Oh, wow. Who booked this, huh? I didn't. <laughs> wow. wow. All right. That's okay because I got I got a backup. I got backup questions on the phone, but I got one written down here. I'm a little nervous. I feel like I should win, but. Holy Toledo. Let me tell you. All right. Our Catech Wrestling's final show in Littleton, New Hampshire. The last time we were in Littleton, New Hampshire. <laughs> I probably wasn't even there for Christ. I think you went once. I went twice. I went to like what? two Littleton shows. The yeah. last best, best venue ever. The last Littleton, New Hampshire, Chaotic Wrestling show. Yeah. What I was the main about, event? I hope this about, I was hoping this would be about hot dogs or popcorn in Littleton. That's all I know. It's our main event. To be fair, I actually looked for the ticket price of the first Cold Fury. I couldn't find the information. That was one I wanted to have. The main event of the last <laughs> I wasn't I literally wasn't there. I went twice. And I only just go up there because I would stop at the It was in August twenty twelve. I couldn't, I did not get the date. Can we do a bonus question if we can name all the people in the car that was pulled over and impounded on the right away from Littleton <laughs> after a show? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Can, no, we can't do that? That literally doesn't help me at all. You know I'm going to be 50 next month, right? i got to start taking fish oil for this baby. <laughs> Tired. If I win tonight, you and you almost won. If, if I didn't look to the left as you were writing psycho on your answer sheet, shut up. <laughs> uh, Rich isn't on the Wikipedia page, and I sent a text to Rick. So I, Rick, I'm like, wow, Rich, and I said, Are you in the Catholic Wrestling Hall of Fame? His response, Is this a rip? <laughs> <laughs> to break it to you but if this ends in a tie yeah we may have to uh conclude this in the next episode all right that, that that'd be great so if you guys don't get this one right i don't know i'm drawing a blank i can't remember the last time trying to think the last time we were there all right i'm going with the odds what was the main event it was the main event yeah Jamie, what's your answer? I have Malone's versus Fury. Oh, fudge. <laughs> Only right? I didn't say fudge. <laughs> no, that's not right. <clears throat> we both have Fury. We both have Fury. <laughs> I was going to. Fury versus Burke. I was going to. It was actually Brian Fury versus Tommy Mack. Oh, that's right. So that's the last time. We that were was there. the last time we were in. Tommy Lil Mack was in a chaotic wrestling main event. Yep. He was in the last that's match right. of the show. Really? 
Guys, so, I, so is this to be continued? Uh, guys, is I, this a draw? I'm speechless. Even if I was, I was, I saw him write Fury, and I go, I'm gonna have to give him the fractional point. But then there we are, and guys, so you know what my deductive reasoning was? I remember Littleton shows you always had a light roster. A lot of people didn't like making the drive, so I'm thinking, okay, who who's from New Hampshire? Right. Yep. Who used to go up there for all the shows? And that, that's why I got to Malona's versus Fury. When, look that up. Was that 2013? I'll have to look that up, guys. I'm I'm speechless. I you played I this dug, off perfectly. You know what I we should do? Dug this into the. Di- I mean, th- you know what I think we should do? I have an idea. What if now, in, in, for the next show, we'll, we'll, we'll bring we'll bring Mark back. We'll do chaotic farewell. This is like the longest goodbye between my social media and the show. We'll do hashtag chaotic goodbye part two. And I think what we should do is we should reach out to the Chaotic Wrestling roster, past and present, and have them give us the questions for the for the Pops quiz I, part I th- two. I think that works. I think after the show's released, I'll I'll post in the uh, on Facebook the questions That's we asked. That's a great idea. And then this way they know not to replicate it. And then we'll come. We'll do. We'll do. Uh, anyway, so we, we can see the questions. No, they'll have to send them to me. Oh, yeah. We should put. We should post them on the private board so we you know. So that you get to... So I can see them ahead of time. Crockett's not on that private board. He's not? He lets me know about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> why, why wouldn't he let me know? I don't know, because it's Crockett. What a jackass. On, I've decided, I, think, I think Crockett is my podcast arch enemy. He absolutely is. Well, on that note, Mark, it's, it's been great to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to part two. We'll really get to delve into more about chaotic wrestling. Uh, one last time, one go around for you two. And then we'll finally declare a winner for the Chaotic Wrestling Trivia before the Pops quit. Wait a minute. What? Weren't the Logans technically in the Hall of Fame, too? So No, that's no, because I thought that I said... I, so I, I, I texted that I Brian really? Logan. Yeah. And I said, and I quote... Because I'm on chaoticwrestling.com where you, you can catch up on all the Chaotic Wrestling news and buy your tickets for Pandemonium January 12th. I said, I'm making a quiz part. for Adult versus Jamie. I said, are you in the Chaotic Hall of Fame? He said, LOL, I don't know, <laughs> but me and Matt kind of uh, exploit deleted uh, on it at the induction, so it's kind of a shade of gray. Inducted, but didn't accept, because they beat up Psycho. And, uh, right, I, I vaguely remember that. I, I wasn't at that show either. Yeah. So they never accepted. They were never, they were never fully inducted. And it doesn't matter, because you guys didn't say them anyway. Yes, I didn't say So did Wikipedia. But that's okay. So, for Jamie J. Mikowski, for Mark Adult Boudry, I'm Scotty Slade. In two weeks, same bat time, same bat channel. You're listening to For the Pops on the NEI 